You know, I've been sharing with you for over a year, I guess. <laughs> Two weeks ago, I shared a, a hard message with you. Amen? Amen. And I have a question for you today. In the last two weeks, what changed? What changed in your life? What did you choose to do different based on what you hear on Sunday? What changed? Because if nothing ever changes, then I don't know why I'm here. I don't know why pastor's here. If we just come on Sunday and we continue to tell you this is what God's Word says, but you go home and nothing ever changes. I'm wasting my time. You're wasting your time coming here. Amen? Amen. If nothing changes, then all of it is a waste of time. I can share with you again today. But if you know in your heart, another week is going to go by. And nothing is going to change for you. Then we can just say a prayer now and dismiss. Why should I waste my breath? Amen? Amen. If nothing changes, then what are we doing? What are we doing? If nothing ever changes, Amen? Amen. Christianity, following Jesus, is not about Sunday. Amen? Amen. It's not about Sunday. Sunday is not what Christianity is about. Amen? Amen? If I tell you, follow me, and you follow me on Sunday, but then on Monday, you're not following me, how long will it take for you to get lost? How long will it take for you to get lost? Because on Monday, you're not going where I go. 
Jumatatu hautakuwa unaenda kule anakoenda. All day Monday you're doing your thing. Jumatatu utakuwa unafanya kitu zako. And then on Tuesday, kisha siku Jumanne I'm still going but you're going another way. Yeye bado anaendelea kuenda na wewe unaenda njia yako. We're getting further and further apart. Unazidi kwenda zaidi mbali na yeye pale yeye yuko. Amen. Think about it. Fikiria kuhusu hilo. If you're only following me on Sunday, kama unamfuata tu yeye katika siku ya Jumapili. But Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you're not going where I go. Unapata kusikia Jumapili lakini siku zingine za wiki umfuata unaenda njia zako. How are you following where I go? Utakuwa unafuata unamfuata kwa njia gani? You follow me. Je, unamfuata? You understand? Je, unaelewa? It's not about Sunday. Sikuhusu siku ya Jumapili. Amen. Jesus, if Jesus was standing here now, kama Yesu angekuwa amesimama hapa wakati huu, he would tell you, angekuambia, I would rather have you on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and Saturday. Kwamba atapendezwa sana akiwa na wewe siku ya Jumatatu, Jumanne, Jumatano. And on Sunday stay home and sleep. And come back and follow me Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Amen. We get it backwards. We think that coming here on Sunday I'm following Jesus. I'm here on I'm here at church. But then, the rest of the week we go do our own thing. Amen. Amen. There's going to come a day. There's going to come a day. That if you choose not to follow him all the time, he's going to cast you aside. Amen? Amen. He's going to cast you aside. He's going to say, I don't know you. Because if you really know him, then you want to be with him on Sunday. You want to be with him on Monday. You want to be with him on Tuesday and Wednesday every day. Amen? Amen. If you really know him, you know him every day. You walk with him every day. You don't wait for Sunday. Amen. Amen. It's not about Sunday. What if I say a prayer right now and dismiss? 
Itakuwaje akisema akitaja tu maombi hapa na aseme ibande mesha. And I tell you I'm not teaching you anything new today. Na waambie sifunzi kitu kingine kipya leo. I've given you a lot of material. Amewapea amewapea vitu vingi sana. No teaching today. Na leo hafunzi. Go do what I've already taught you. Nenda ufanye ile ambayo alikufunza. What would you do? Utafanya nini? Would you just go home and just begin making lunch? Utenda nje utenda nyumbani anaanza kupiga kelele. Many of you would. Many of you would go home today if I said, "Okay, church is finished. Go and do what we've taught you to do." Wengi wa wengi. Okay. Ana sema. Pardon, I want to get your point. If we dismiss church now. Ukaisha kanisa sasa. Many of us. When we we're still going to choose not to do anything. Amen. Amen. We're still going to choose to go home and prepare lunch. Amen. Amen. Many of us are going to make that choice. Me? I think we shouldn't have church every Sunday. Amen. Amen. I think next Sunday we shouldn't have church. And I haven't talked about that with pastor. <laughs> Amen. Me, I think we shouldn't have church. The children they can come and we can teach them in Sunday school because they need to learn. But you're not children. You are not children. Children go to school every day because they're still learning. Do you still go to school? 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 Because you're not a child anymore. Amen? You're not a child anymore and you don't go to school anymore, but we come here and we just want to keep getting taught and taught and taught and taught and nothing ever changes. Amen. Amen. If you if if I was your pastor, and I'm not. <laughs> but if I was your pastor, I would tell you come next Sunday, but we're not having church. Next Sunday we're getting to work. <laughs> Next Sunday the children are having Sunday school but we're not teaching <laughs> We're going to get outside the building. We're going to do what the Bible tells us to 
do. I've taught you what the Bible says about how we're to reach the lost. We're to find people who are in need. We're going to go do it. Amen? Amen. Let me tell you what happened in America. We did just that. Around two and a half years ago. I talked with our pastor. And I told him the exact same thing I'm telling you today. Amen? Amen. And so we did just that. We closed the church. On Sunday. And we said we're going and we're doing what the Bible tells us to do. Amen? And let me tell you what happened. The same thing that would happen here. Most of you, wait, wait. You would be sick and you would stay home that day. Amen? Amen. Or you would have a funeral you need to go to, or you would have a family event you need to go to. You would have a reason why you can't be here that Sunday. Amen? Amen. Most of you would have a reason why you can't come that Sunday. And there would be about eight of you. Eight or ten of you would come that Sunday morning and you would be ready to get to work. You would come and you would be ready to go love on people who are not loved. You would be ready to go and, and preach to the lost. Eight or ten of you probably. Yes. Eight or ten of you probably would be here. The other ninety of you would have a reason not to be here. Amen? Amen. Because a few of us, a few of you, it's more than Sunday. Amen? Amen. But for most of us, it's just come Sunday, go home. Come Sunday, we go home. And nothing ever changes. Amen? Amen. Now I have a message I'm going to share with you. And I want you to understand that this message is just going to continue to tell you what I'm already telling you. Amen? Turn with me to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 2. Timothy chapter 2. It says, You, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. 
basi wewe mwanangu uwe hodari katika neema iliyo katika Kristo Yesu and the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses in trust to reliable men who will also be qualified to teach others. Amen. I'm going to stop there. This is not the message, but I want you to understand this small thing. Paul's writing this letter to Timothy. Paul is writing this letter to Timothy. Amen. He says, be strong. Be strong in what Jesus is in the inside of you. In the things I've taught you. Continue to teach it to others. So that they can go and teach others. Amen? Amen. This is what Paul is trying to get us to understand. The gospel of Jesus Christ is not given to pastor. Are you with me? The gospel is not given to pastor. It's given to everyone. Pastor teaches you. And Paul says, now you are to go and teach the same thing to others. It doesn't stop here. It comes from here. The teaching comes to you. And now you go teach others. It's not just here. I'm giving it to you. Now go give it to others. What the instructions that we have. They're not just so pastor can feed you. Yes, he has a job to do. His job is to lead you. His job is to teach you. To feed you spiritually. But it doesn't stop you are to take it out there if it goes from the pastor to you and it stops here we have all failed yes pastor has failed I all of you failed. Because it's not for in here. He's 
and feed and feed and we become fat slobs. We become fat, lazy slobs on the gospel. Because most of us don't even go out and exercise and use what we've just eaten. Most of us, we come on Sunday. We went to the and we eat and we eat and we eat and we eat. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And we can laugh. But I promise you one thing. Oh, yeah. Jesus doesn't look at it and laugh. Jesus looks at it like he did his disciples. Jesus looked at his disciples and he said, when are you going to get it? Amen. Amen. Do you know when the disciples got it? Do you know when everything changed for the disciples? Because if you think about the life of the disciples walking with Jesus for those three years, they walked with Jesus, they saw everything he did. They walked with him, they ate with him, they slept with him, they were together all the time. But they misunderstood Jesus all the time. They would ask him things like, Oh Jesus, when you go to heaven, can I sit, can I sit on your right side? And Jesus was always like, What? You don't get it. You're missing all of it. It's just, I'm telling you, and it's going, you're missing. Do you know when it changed for the disciples? Do you know when it changed? When Jesus was going to be crucified, they still didn't get it. They all ran and hid. Even after he died, they went and hid. They were afraid. They were afraid of the Roman government. They were afraid of the religious leaders, the Pharisees. Oh, you know Jesus, let's put you on a cross too. They were afraid. They were hiding. When did it change? Changed when they saw him. 
When he came back to life, and they realized he's the risen Savior, and suddenly everything that he had been teaching them, suddenly it all came to life. Suddenly it was no longer teaching. It was no longer story. It was like, bang, the light bulb turned on in their head. And everything he had taught them, suddenly it made sense. Amen? Amen. Has that happened for you? Has it really happened for you? Or is it Is it just stories? Is it just teachings? They're, they're positive and good ways to live. Yes? They're positive and good ways to live. Yeah? Positive. Oh. They're positive and good ways to live. Amen? Amen. But it really hasn't changed your life. Because it really hasn't clicked yet. Has it really clicked for you? Have you had that experience where you realize? That Jesus is the risen Savior. And because he's that, because he's the Messiah, he's exactly what he said he was. Suddenly, everything pastors taught you. Oh! Sense. Yeah. 
everything Jesus teaches. Yeah. And when that happens, you can never go back. Just like the disciples. Before, they ran in here. Amen? Amen. But when they realized, when they came face to face with the risen Savior, this is not the, this is not what I want to share with you today, but when they came face to face with Jesus, read what happens in the book of Acts. The same guys that ran and hid and they were afraid for their life. Suddenly, they're willing to go stand in the temple. They're willing to go face the same man that they were afraid of. They're willing to stand and say, You're wrong! Jesus is alive! Suddenly, they were That's why Paul writes in all of his letters. You can put me in prison. You can kill my body. But I stand with Christ. I'm no longer afraid. I'm no longer afraid of death. Because I serve a risen Savior. Because it's real, I can never turn back. Amen. 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 Are you there, Mukohapo, today? Mukohapo Is that where you stand with Jesus today? Amen. Amen. Verse 3, it says, Endure hardship with us like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No one serving as a soldier gets involved in civilian affairs. He wants to please his commanding officer. Amen. Amen. Now I want, to, I want to help us understand something today. Paul says that we are to be a good soldier. Amen. So let's think just for a minute, what does it mean to be a soldier? Now I'm not talking about a soldier standing at the gate. I'm talking about a soldier in the military. That's what this is talking about. What does it mean 
to be a soldier in the military. Because understanding this will help us understand our relationship with Jesus. Amen? Amen. What's the first thing that you do to become a soldier? How do you become a soldier? I wish, I wish Olo could be here today from Shakula. I wish he could be here so we could talk with him. He's a police. Police are a lot like the military. What happens? How do you become a police? How do you become a soldier in the military? The first thing they do. I swear. That I will uphold the law. I will defend the law. I will do what's right. I will defend Kenya. Amen. Amen. This is what a soldier does. If you're not willing to do that, they're not going to receive you as a soldier. The first thing you do as a soldier, you swear your allegiance. I swear to do my job. I swear to be a Kenyan. Defend Kenya. Kenya. I will fight with my brothers. I will follow the lead of my commanding officer. Are you with? This is what happens with soldiers. Amen? Amen. If we are to be a soldier for Christ, it begins with a, a swearing of allegiance, doesn't it? Doesn't it? If you choose to follow Jesus, I want to be a soldier in the army of God. Doesn't it begin by you saying something? Doesn't it begin by you saying, I choose to follow Jesus the rest of my days. I choose to serve the living God. I will follow him all the days of my life. I will follow the commands of my leader. Are you ready? Isn't this the beginning? Yeah. Isn't this the beginning of being a soldier? Amen? Amen. Okay. Now we have this pledge to be an, a, an ally, a friend, a follower. Now what's next? What's next? What's next for a soldier? What's the next thing they do with a soldier? Next thing they do is they, they bring you 
They change your clothes, don't they? They put, you, they put you in the clothes of a soldier. Isn't it? They put you in the clothes of a soldier. Because you're supposed to look different. Isn't it? Can you easily identify? Everywhere you go. Can you easily identify who is a police and who is a military soldier? Can you tell? How can you tell? How can you tell this one's a police and this one's not? Because you see the clothes they're wearing. Isn't it? It's why when I'm driving down the road, and ahead on the road, I see those pants. I see the trousers. I see that blue shirt. I see that white hat. Yes? The white hat. And what do I do? What did, I, what did I see in the distance? I saw the uniform. I don't see his face. Amen? Amen. I don't see his face. I don't care his face. I don't care what his name is. But I see a uniform. Amen? When I see that uniform, Amen? Amen. When the police are out there, and the Matatu has 27 people in it, huh? police, yeah. get out, get out, get out, get out, they saw the uniform. Amen. Amen. The peaky peaky. Peaky peaky. The peaky peaky. The driver. How am I? And this one. Passenger. This one. And this one. There's nine people falling off of the peaky. What but we see that uniform. Hey, get off, get off, get off, get off, get off. And then we drive by with just one. Amen? Amen. Because we see a uniform. Isn't it? Medium. When we choose to be a soldier of Christ, we also put on a uniform. Amen. 
It's not made out of cloth. It's not made like a shirt. It's not made out of these things. But the Bible tells us that we're to be baptized. And when we are baptized, the Bible tells us all of the old is gone. And now we put on the new. We put on the new. The old has passed away. The new has come. Amen? Amen. When people look at you, they should see a uniform. And it has nothing to do with the shirt you're wearing. But they should see that you look different. They should drive down the road just like that and talk to her peaky and they go, Oh, police! People should see you doing your job. And they should say, that one. Now I I can tell that one is a follower of Christ. Amen. 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 How we live our life, how we do the things we do. How we live out what the Bible says. People should see you from a distance. That one loves Jesus. That one, ah, he's a Christian. That mama over there, the way she loves kids, I know she loves from a distance and say that one what one I know what you must want to combine and send a great way with Christ amen how many of us don't put on our uniform every day how many of us every day people look at you and they say that one is no different. That one's no different. I'm just like that one and I don't walk with Jesus. That one goes to church and he's just like me. Amen? Amen. Do you see why I tell you then this Christianity thing is not about Sunday. Amen? Amen. Because you have to put on your uniform every day. Every day you put on your uniform. Every day you are still sworn, I follow Jesus. Amen? Amen. What else do we know about soldiers? Nini kingine ambacho lazima tujue kuhusiana na hawa wanajeshi? 
When a soldier becomes a soldier, they sworn, I will defend Kenya, I'll be a good soldier, all of those things. Now we give you the uniform. Then what? Then we send the soldier to basic training. Amen? Amen. We send the soldier to basic training so they know how to be a soldier. They know how to do the things that are required of a soldier. We teach a soldier, do this, don't do this. We teach a soldier, when you go out in public, you walk this way. We have to teach a soldier how to be a soldier. Amen. Amen. If, if this one, come on. This one decides I don't want to be a teacher anymore. He says I want to be a soldier. We have to teach him how to be a soldier. Amen. Amen. And so there's a time that as you, when you're a new Christian, when you've just decided to follow Jesus, you come for basic training. And you're taking all of this information and you're putting it here. Amen? Amen. What if a soldier stays in basic training all of his life? Is he a good soldier? I don't want to go fight. I don't want to go fight. I just want to stay here at the barracks. I just want to stay here at the military camp. Just keep teaching me. And someone, the, the captain, okay, you've completed your training. Here's your gun. Go. No, Captain, here's the gun. I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready to be a soldier. No, I've taught you everything. Go, be a soldier out there. It's time to be a soldier. It's time to be a soldier. It's time to stop talking about a soldier. It's time to stop talking about how to be a soldier. Go be a soldier. I've taught you everything you need to know. Now go do what I've taught you. Amen. 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 At some point, at some point, the, the swearing of allegiance, even the uniform, 
things we know. All soldiers have an enemy. Yes. All soldiers, they have an enemy. Amen. Amen. That's why we need soldiers. That's why we need police. Because there's bad people out there. And so the soldier and the police, they're there because of the bad things that Amen? Amen. And so as a, as a soldier of Christ, we also have some enemies. Who's, our, who's enemy number one? Satan. Amen? Amen. Satan is our enemy number one. What does he want to do? What does he want to do? Does he want to kill your life? Not really. What does he want? From you. His goal with you is very simple. His goal with you is very simple. Lengo lake kwako ni dalisi sana. 
He just wants to make you an ineffective soldier. That's all. He just wants you to be a soldier who only wears the uniform but doesn't do his job. That's all he wants. He wants you to promise to put on the uniform to go through basic training and then when church is over on Sunday he just wants you to go home. That's all. You and me, just go home. Just go home and go back to being you. That's all he wants. And if that's you, he wins. All he needs from you is for you to be an ineffective soldier. All he needs to win the battle is for you to come here on Sunday, get your basic training, and go home and do nothing about it. Don't do anything. I won't kill you. I won't kill your family. I won't do all those terrible things. Just go home and you do nothing. That's all. That's all he wants out of you. Just do nothing. He wants you to be the police standing on the side of the road. Matatu has 27 people inside. The Piki has 15 people riding on it. Nobody's wearing a mask. <laughs> Just stand. When do I get to go home today? Oh, it's hot today. What, what am I going to do this afternoon? When I get home, what can I do? That's all he wants. He wants you to be the soldier that does nothing. And if that's you, he wins. He wins. You're on the wrong team. Amen? Amen. But we have other enemies also. Yes? We have other enemies also. Amen? Amen. Enemy number one is Satan. Enemy number two is this world. Amen? Amen. This world has one job with you. Satan has one job with you. It's to make you ineffective. You don't do anything with what you have. That's Satan's job. But the world has a different job. The world just wants to distract you. 
Amen. The world wants you to pay attention to everything going on around. The world wants you to pay attention to what job you have. What clothes you wear. All the different things you can have in this life. That's what the world wants to distract you with. Oh, I want a car like that. Amen. Amen. Our first enemy is Satan. Our second enemy is this world. Do you know who your third enemy is? Your third enemy is sitting in this chair. Everyone in here, your third enemy is sitting in this chair. Our third enemy is ourselves. Our flesh. The things we desire. The things we want in this life. I can easily, easily still be living in America. I can still have a good job. I can still have a good house. I 
or I can give it all away. We can walk away from our flesh. The things that we want in this life. I want my children to do this. I want this kind of house. I want to, I want to do this with my career. And we can let all those things we want for ourselves to get in the way. Amen? Amen. There's a lot of people in this world that when God speaks into their life, when God says, I want you to sacrifice this part of your life, you've always wanted this, but just trust me. I know you've always wanted a husband. You've always wanted a wife. Just, just trust me. Just, just come with me. Trust me. I've got this thing for you. I've got something for you to do. Walk away from that thing you've always wanted. Just, just trust me. God knows better than we can. But most of us are not willing to let go of that thing. And we stay focused on that thing I've always wanted. But God, you don't understand. I've always wanted a wife and a family. It's what I've always wanted. If I go do this thing, I'll never have a wife. I can't do that right now. God, you just wait. Just wait, God. I need, to, I need this thing in my life. God says, no, trust me. Because not only does he have a purpose for your life, the wife he has for you is on the other side. Amen. The Bible says he already knows your heart. He already knows the things you desire. But we have to trust him enough to step into the unknown. It says that if we really follow him, the Bible says he gives us the designs of our heart. Amen. Amen. But the first thing that has to happen, the desire of our heart has to be him. The desires of our heart has to start with him. Amen. Amen. Not me. See yeah. Amen. Amen. Now, as a soldier, we have enemies. But as a soldier, we also have other soldiers on our side. No police officer. No soldier has to fight the battle alone, do they? 
Amen. Amen. Police officers have other police officers. Soldiers have other soldiers. And they work together for the same purpose. Amen. Amen. We have soldiers on our side. Amen. Amen. Soldier number one on our side. The Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The Holy Spirit stands with us in all things. The Holy Spirit is there to always remind you. Ah, remember that thing that Pastor was teaching you a week ago? Don't forget, keep going. Ah, remember what it says in 2 Timothy. Alan just shared with you last Sunday. He says, stay strong in the grace and faith. The Holy Spirit helps hold you up. Makes you stronger. Always with you. Amen. Amen. The Holy Spirit is always walking with you. You are never, ever, ever alone. Amen. Amen. No matter the battle, you are never alone. Amen. Amen. Soldier number two. The church. Other believers. Come on, me. We are all soldiers together. We all are supposed to be fighting the battle together. Amen. Amen. That's why when we come on Sunday morning, it's not supposed to just be a buffet where we feed ourselves. If all the instruction you receive through the Word of God, through preaching and teaching, if all the instruction, and really you walk out the door and you're by yourself, all of us will fail. We would all fail if it was just me. Amen? Amen. Amen. If it's just this song, I say, go to Mumias and just you. Go tell everyone about just you. Tell everyone about Jesus. We would all fail. That's why all through the New Testament, when Jesus sent the disciples out, how did Jesus send them out? Jesus sent them out two by two. We're going to fight the battle together. Amen. Amen. We're doing this together. Why do we come on Sunday? Do we continue to come for basic training? No. We come so that we can stand together. 
tunakuja ili tukasimame pamoja kwa umoja we can say i aware I, I, i did this this week na unasema hii wiki nimefanya and i failed kama ningesema nakuja hapa hii wiki hii wiki nimefanya ningekuwa nimekosea and we say i'll go with you ningesema tunaenda na wewe i'll go with you anachagua mwingine tena i'll go with you anachagua mwingine tena Now we go do it again. Together we stand strong. We don't fall down. Because we're together. Amen. Amen. We don't come to church on Sunday just so that somebody sees that I go to church on Sunday. We come so that we can hold each other up. That's why it's important that we give testimonies on Sunday morning. Because the testimony from this one might encourage this one to do it stronger. That's what we do. If we're really so Soldiers are fighting the same battle together under the same leadership. Amen. Amen. You have one more soldier on your side. Amen. Amen. You have the Holy Spirit on your side. You have other soldiers on your side, the other believers. You've got this soldier on your side. The word of God is on your side. You can stand on the word of God. It's why it's important that you're reading the word of God. The only time you should open your Bible is not Sunday. Every day you should be opening this this word of God and you should be going, God, show me something today. Because as God teaches you things in here, as God shows you who he is, it's like this. God says when you get to that battle remember this scripture it's a weapon they use tomorrow when you get to that thing at school that problem you've been dealing with at school take this scripture with you giving you another weapon tomorrow Suddenly you go into battle. As a soldier, you go into battle and you're ready. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because I've got the word of God. Amen. So what's the point? 
and a good leader. Not the one that was A good military leader. If this was my army, if this was my army and I'm the leader, I'm the captain, I'm going to put all of you through a test. And I'm going to see who will follow me. And if you won't follow me, I'm going to tell you, you're just, you're just dead weight. I don't need you. And I'm going to find the ones that are serious. Even if the ones that are serious are only 10 or 12. I'd rather have 10 or 12 that are fully with me than 100. Or 200. Or 500. Or in some churches across the world, 10,000 people in a church. 30,000 people in a church. Give me 10 that are serious. And I bet we can do more. I bet we can do more for the kingdom. With ten that are serious about Christ. Then 30,000 that don't want to follow order. Amen? Amen. We can do more with ten. We can do more with five. Then a hundred who won't do what you ask. A hundred that just come on Sunday. And they go home. Nothing ever. <coughs> Give me five. Give me five and we'll go start a new church. Give me five. That want to do what God's word said. That are serious about following Christ. Give me five and we'll change New Kakamega County. Give me five and we'll change Kenya. Because those five will go find five more. That are serious. Now we've got ten. How this is how the church began with Jesus. Jesus said, Give me twelve. Give me twelve that really want to do what I ask you to do. I promise to follow you. Jesus gave him new clothes. Made them clean. They went through basic training. They, they hung with him for three years. But then it came time to get serious. And at first they were they were afraid. But then, ah, oh, 
Everything he said makes sense. And those twelve are why this church exists today. Because twelve men, twelve men decided to be serious about Christ. And the world continues to change because of 12 men. Amen? Amen. The world is a different place because 12 men. Amen? Amen. Are you one of the 12? Are you ready to really be a soldier? Amen. Amen. Are you really ready to be a soldier? Are you ready to get to work? The Bible tells us in many places that faith, just by itself, faith just by itself, I want to follow Jesus. I have faith. But I'm not willing to go out and be a soldier. That faith is dead. Jesus. Amen. It doesn't mean anything. We have to do what the Word of God tells us. And if we don't, we become very useless. We become nothing but a, a, a stone building with a, a metal roof. Which is no different than that stone building with a metal roof. It's just a building. Just a building. Is this just a building? Or is this a training ground? The place where soldiers come and get trained. Knowing what you do. That after I get trained, I'm going to go be a soldier. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Watch out to one.